do this, guys. Should we get the party started? Let's get the party started. All right. Our party's already here. Well, <laughs> when you showed up, it is. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so welcome back to Tales from the Service Industry, the podcast that we sit around and complain about people and their stupid behavior at hotels. Yeah. I'm your host, I'm Bill. Tonight we have Liz with us. Hi, team. And Ms. B. Hey, guys. What up? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we always do this. There's like so much lead up and chit chat, and then we actually deer in the headlight press moment. Press record, and we're like, oh, what do we do now? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, we get pra- out of practice too. We yeah. do. And that's actually kind of the reason why there's been a little bit of a gap in posting episodes. Sorry. Yeah, we apologize. But unfortunately, well, or fortunately for all those that are in the hotel business, it's budget season. And if you are in the yep. hotel business, you know what I'm talking about. Budget hell is what I like to call it. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. So wave one of budgets is done. Mm-hmm. So a little break. Let's record. Yeah. So we're here. Yes, we are. Uh, do we want to be honest with the listeners about the episode that will not ever come to be published it's really never gonna see the light of day we had an oops guys we had a great idea and it just did not come through like we thought it would none of it's salvageable you know okay well you were there but you were not there i was getting tattooed okay so so let's let's lay down the premise before i give the answer on okay okay so a few months back we had an episode with chelsea dagger our tattoo artist friend it was a great interview loved having her here and it's Sparked the idea of, hey, what if we did a remote podcast from the tattoo studio? Like, how fun would that be? Right? And it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah, you hear this slight hum of the tattoo gun, like in the background and little <laughs> tidbits of convos. You hear the background noise of just hustle and bustle of a tattoo studio. The wincing of Ms. B as she gets stabbed thousands of times a minute by little yeah, needles. True that. That definitely did occur. Well, I think so, our origin idea did not include Miss B getting tattooed. It just came to fruition yeah, no, because it, you got tattooed. Right, True. right. The timing worked out that it, it was Ms. B getting <laughs> tattooed. Yeah. So, you know, we broke down the studio. We packed it up. We took it to the tattoo studio. We got everything set up. Ms. B got on the table. The tattoo gun started going and we realized it's not as controllable as the TFTSI studio. It's very true. All that other wonderful stuff. And I was not prepared for it. And the results showed. I was not prepared for it. Even at the time of recording, you and I were like looking at each other like, oh my God, what are we doing? This this ain't right. Oh yeah, because I couldn't even hear anything. So I have no idea what it even sounded like. Yeah, no, it was terrible. (laughs) So throughout the whole thing, I fiddled with everything and about halfway through, yes, we got kind of the settings down where it needed to be and it started to sound okay. (sighs) And then we hit the max on the file record and the thing (laughs) shut off. I actually forgot about that until just now. Yeah. And then it's oh, funny. And then the dock that I brought for my laptop failed. Oh, so my I couldn't, God. I couldn't even transfer and clear off the card to basically go back and try well, and we do had a, re, no idea. a intro. Oh, my God. We funny. had no idea where it maxed out either. No. I think we were kind of like, all right, let's take like a potty break. Let's give Miss B like a stretch break from her pain. And we're like, oh, crap. We're not recording anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. wonder how many times I said it's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> well, even Chelsea a couple of times was like, uh, it's getting, it's going to get spicy. It's going to get spicy. Yeah. And then you could hear you be like, who? <laughs> like, which is sort of wince and pain. <laughs> trying you know? not to make noise into the mic, like moving my mouth away. Like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> there were a couple of times you sounded like a jet engine winding up. <laughs> because <laughs> you know it's funny like most tattoos i've gotten i don't even like wince like i talk the whole time one time i sing and listen to music and stuff this is the spiciest spot i've ever gotten well i also think it was like the needle type or whatever she was using on some areas too yeah. and well, that is sensitive skin i know go figure don't regret it one bit but recording during it was a little challenging <laughs> well, for all of us but <laughs> I have to give it to Chelsea. We were all like in the weeds. I could clearly tell it wasn't going good at all. And then Chelsea would come and like lean over like to the mic as she's tattooing you and just spit like absolute magic of words and like mm-hmm. so thoughtful and so eloquent. I was like, and like how? something you'll never hear. How is she like, we'll have to have her back. We have to. Yes. I like the way her brain works. Me too. Me too. Yeah. 
So any hoozy, if you want to give Chelsea a follow, it's Chelsea Dagger underscore tattoos. Oh, but what else has been going on with you guys other than budget season and mm. A-holes and B-holes? and A lot of dumb diddy dum dums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Biggest problem we've been having lately is that sense that policies don't apply to you. Mm. and no responsibility to be Mm -hmm. taken on your part. Oh, of course. Had a guy, what is this, week and a half ago that I don't know what his deal was. I don't know if he was watching a game that didn't go the right way or whatever, but he chucked the remote at the TV six six times. Six times? Yeah. That's not even like a mistake. That's a repetitive. (laughs) So you might be sitting there going, well, how do you know it was six times? You saw six six holes? Six dings in the TV? (laughs) Six spider web shattered (gasps) things in the flat screen. Do you know what day of the week it was? Um, uh, yes. Paging the research department. Well, I'm yes. just really curious if it was like on a football game day. Maybe it was that Jets game that, what's his face, like ended his career in one game. Are you talking about, uh, oh my gosh. Why am I blanking now? It's what everyone's talking about. I'm not good at sports though. Is it the Achilles? No. Yes, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, mm, It was mm, on the Jets, right? Um, um, Aaron Rodgers. Maybe it was that game. <laughs> Where's the bell? I need a ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Three yeah. or four plays at the first game of the season. And the only reason I know any of this because I don't watch any sports is just reels and TikTok and Instagram. Oh, it actually pulls up on your social media. That's interesting. Yeah, because it's just a... Trending. Yeah, and I don't follow any sports. Uh, sports. It was a Monday. So Monday night football? So, oh, so Monday night football. Well, or no, Sunday. So it was yeah, a yeah. Sunday game. Sorry, uh, I, it, yep. it, was the, it was... God, it was almost a month ago. Holy smokes. So shatters the TV. We charged him. Guess what we get today? A dispute. A dispute. That's hilarious. But I'm sure you have photos. I do have photos. In fact, I have two. One of just the TV and then one of the TV with his parking permit that he left behind that shows with his, his name folio on it? number on it. Oh, what a dumbass. And the folio number Sorry, matches the receipt that is going to be sent to the credit card company. Please don't tell dispute. me he won. Oh, we haven't completed it yet. Oh, not an a-hole. That's really but not like, possible. Okay, so here's the thing. And this is why, I'm sure why he's disputing it. We charge him $1,000. TVs are expensive. But do you know why TVs are expensive? All the programming and stuff that has to be done to make it a TV that's unique to that room? No, it's the the hardware that allows it to interface with the hotel's movie system. So it's called a Pro Idiom TV. If we didn't have a movie system and all of that, I could run down and get one for a couple hundred bucks. Holy smokes. I could run down to Walmart and get a 70 inch TV for 500 bucks now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But a 55 inch TV that's pro idiom for the hotel is 900 bucks. Wow. Plus he got pissed off. He pulled the microwave out of the cabinet, threw it to the floor. This guy's insane. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. So, so yeah, new we microwave. So we charged him a thousand bucks, nine hundred for the TV, and a hundred bucks for the microwave. He sounds about right. Is and the remote okay? So, <laughs> okay, well, you laughed, but your question actually is legit because the remote exploded. Yeah. What? <laughs> of course it did. Yeah. That's what was my thought. When we went into the room, the uh, you just see pieces of plastic like strewn about the room. <laughs> I give kudos to this little remote that could because so <laughs> so the battery compartment was open. The bottom half of the shell was off. The top half was off. The little rubbery thing for the keypad inserts yeah. was... Wow. This whole remote was in like eight different pieces. So I'm standing there as we're talking about the damage to the room and I'm kind of putting everything back together and I'm snapping it together. Damn thing works. And it doesn't even look what? like... It's, it, it doesn't look damaged at all. So we're not charging wow. for the remote. But I wonder... That's insane. Okay, okay, okay. But... Let's like put ourselves in his shoes for a minute. I wonder first, you know, bad call, bad play, throws the remote. Does the remote like stick? At what point did the remote go into eight pieces or did it come piece by piece and like each throw? (laughs) It's so interesting. One little piece came off. It's possible. Each each time. I I don't know. It's possible. Or finally did the remote just say like, I'm done. I'm going to break. Oh, we have photos. Yeah, of course we got receipts. Oh my God, this TV. (laughs) That's insane. But I cannot. It's not like he, it's not like he could have been upset, thrown the remote, kept watching the game. The first hit would have destroyed the. Well, that is clearly the screen. I this see is that. literally a toddler in adult form that was never taught how to be an adult. Like just this is the uh, toddler temper tantrum now, forty years later. Yes, and you know, unfortunately, he's also a. Wow. <clears throat> What? Rewards member. There we go. Of course, he is. What middle tier? No. Top tier? No. Second from the top. Like second like, from the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Dang. I want a tier status. That's insane, and I love the parking pass so I'll give much. You a tier status. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. No, so. I don't know why it gives me so much joy. Like, 
seeing points or you know whatever yeah this isn't like as crazy of a story but we had a room that we had to put it out of order oh this... i just realized i'm <sighs> sorry cardinal rule so you wouldn't have noticed it by the the folio number i did that's a walk-in folio number oh of course it is walk-ins you... are always they're always the trash they're the ones no you who know walks what... into a hotel and says hey do you have a room oh uh, you'd be surprised you'd be surprised they're always the troublemakers and a lot of them just want to for a couple of hours mm-hmm. and watch yeah, but, a game but the worst ones though are the walk-ins from the same city you live in yes so our Weird. actual director of accounting wanted to charge a higher incidental hold for any area codes within x amount of miles and i was like that's a great idea but i can't execute that up the rate for everybody i know like we've talked about that before it's that you know hotels will charge 50 bucks for an incidental fee per day mm-hmm what can you replace for 50 bucks in the room? Nothing. Well, that remote, but that little remote was stronger than everything else in the room. <laughs> so funny. I think you can buy your own remotes if the remotes last like that. <laughs> Dang. But I mean, like, you know, so the guy comes in and he trashes the microwave and the TV. So I've, got, so I've got a $50 hold. That does me nothing. Nothing. <sighs> That's so insane. In reality, the hold would be at least one night room and tax. Like, you know, almost like you do with rent when you're renting first a place yeah you pay first and last so you're gonna rent the room for one night so your incidental hold is one night and then should be first and last let's start this petition because i'm all for it all right get us a change well, petition on there what's your current property 75 what was your previous property 150 i mean that's more and then track. my property before that was 100 see it's up to the individual property but if you have frequent guests at a you know your hotel how much flack are you gonna get from people like returning. Uh, well, okay, no, it's the well, ret- last time I was here, it was $50. Why is uh, it 100 We haven't heard that before. Oh, true. You're kind of used to it, I guess. Yeah. Plus, on top of that, you know, we get those folks that they've traveled the world and they've never been charged an incidental fee. <laughs> I made a TikTok about that. <laughs> I spend 200 nights a year in a hotel and I have never been charged an incidental fee. No, I think you have about 200 times. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. don't, don't notice. Know it. Said the same thing. And part of the problem with the incidentals is that so many people use debit cards now. You take away their cash. Yeah, guys, don't use a debit card at a hotel when you're checking in. No. If you really, really want to use it, use it at checkout. So I had a guy this last weekend who... Fun fact, we are a not a pet-friendly hotel. Hey, neither are we. We've never been a pet-friendly hotel. It says so on the website. It says so, like, there's nothing out there that says we've ever or will ever be pet-friendly. And this guy checks in. He does not let anyone know that he has a dog. Never does. We find out about it because the guests near him call and complain. Of course, he was in one of our best rooms, one of our corner suites with a balcony. The dog barks a lot, gets lots of complaints. The front desk agent, you know, calls up and says, you know, sir, we're not a pet friendly hotel. He's like, oh, I didn't know. She's like, and also you never disclosed you had a pet at check-in. And he's like, oh, well, I do. And she's like, well, we're not pet friendly. He's like, well, the dog's not going anywhere. And she's like, okay, well, I'm I'm charging you a $150 fee. And he's like, okay. And they're checking out tomorrow. So then the next day comes, it's Sunday, and he checks out and the room reeks of like wet dog like i don't know what was going on it just smelled so bad of like dog and like bad dog so not just like you know your dog was just in the room and left there's not really like an odor to that but like i don't know if maybe they like bathed it and it rolled around on everything like i don't know what they did uh, to be clear it wasn't like pee or poop smell no it it, it best to be described as like just dog wet dog like yeah. he, like he bathed his dog in hot garbage. Yeah. And like we don't have carpet. There we didn't see any pee or poo anywhere, but it just reeked of no carpet. Dog. Yeah. Cuz I would imagine like okay, yeah, for how long was this day? One night. How, how is that possible? That, like it, that room smelled that so bad. So we didn't get it either. We're like cuz I mean we still have couches. We have other fixtures that can like hold a smell and like maybe it went potty out on the balcony but basically we had to maybe. call in a third-party company to come and spray it because they also noticed there was like bugs and stuff so they weren't if they were Ooh, that's disgusting oh my god uh-huh so that room has been out of order we just got it back today and today is thursday 
Wednesday? Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. So it's been out of order since Sunday. So the company came, treated it. It had to be deep cleaned. So it's been out since then. So they were charging an additional $100 for a cleaning fee. See, that did not cover shit. See, that, that's the stuff that frustrates me is that people look at it and go, oh, so what's the big deal? The big deal is you checked out on Sunday, which means I couldn't sell the room Sunday night, mm-hmm. Monday night, Tuesday night, and we just have it treated on Wednesday. So I don't get it back until Thursday. Yep. I should be charging you lost revenue. Yeah, we should. And the guy was like, why did you guys charge me 250 And I was like, well, one, you brought a dog that wasn't disclosed. And he's like, yeah, I knew about the 150 I was like, yeah. And then when you left, the room required extra cleaning due to the smell of dog. And I said, so that was a $100 cleaning fee. And we had to bring in a third-party company. He got so pissed and was like yelling, telling me how he's a rewards member, how this is ridiculous, that you guys can't do that. It was like, sir, we are not a pet-friendly hotel. And he's like, well, whatever. I'm just going to write a bad review and I'm just not going to deal with you anymore. And I said, okay, I'm sorry you feel that way, but you're not sorry. And I'm like, I'm not sorry for charging you because you brought a dog that you didn't disclose in the reservation, but I'm sorry that you were so upset by it. (laughs) I said something to that effect. Did did you file a case against him? No. No, file a case against him. I was so busy today and I was just like, dude, you brought a dog. You didn't disclose it. And then he made a case. Open a case. Open a case. Open a case. Open a case. All right. I will. But it just, I did that recently with a guest who was like really rude and aggressive with me and like literally threatened my agent's job and then mine as well. And I opened a case against them. It just didn't do shit. They still opened a case against me. Yeah. But at least you were first. I don't feel like it did anything. Hmm. Those notes stay with them globally. Well, I hope so. Because that woman can burn in heck. Excuse my language. Heck. I do have to congratulate you guys. For what? Why? We made it through summer. Yes. We officially made it through another summer season. Yay. I don't know. If, I don't know if y'all's summers are as crazy as mine, but I am. I was so excited to be like, all of these freaking kids can go back to school and away from my facility. Your guys' properties are more summery than mine. Oh, it's miserable. But I will say we did not end the summer without a holiday weekend story. Oh, I'm excited. So as you guys know, I opened the brand new fitness center. Well, no, actually, the last time we talked about the fitness center. Oh, boy. You were not open yet. Oh, we opened. You- Yay. Yay! <laughs> the last time we talked, you were fighting the fight over getting trash cans that they wouldn't get you on CapEx. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> Bastards. But the new trash cans look beautiful. Oh. They're nice and stainless steel, and I polish them like once a week. <laughs> That's so cute. Every single drop of sweat that is like not on the treadmill, like belt, but the side. Oh, on the frame? On the frame. I see a drip of sweat, like dried. And I'm like, I have to clean it. I have to clean it. (laughs) I thought that would make a better noise. So yeah, we're not only like cleaning the equipment for sanitary reasons, obviously. We want to get all the stupid germs and sweat off the seats, the touch points, all of that. No, I'm having them like dust the frame and like... Keep it looking new as long as possible. like the shroud where like the weight stack is like inside encapsulated. It is so freaking cool. I got to say, I Uh, built a really, really dope fitness center. And I assume you have all those old farts who miss the old shit. Don't even get me started. (laughs) There's always those. So, okay, when you're... Where's the old treadmill that was by the window? It was my favorite. I like the way it squeaked and rocked and seemed like it was going to explode. So there is one... People are calling it a piece of equipment, but you can't call it a piece of equipment. It is a stretching table. So it's the size of a double bed. Okay. And it is a table. The legs are, I kid you not, two by fours. And it is just a padded top with like a vinyl, like, I, I should take a picture of it. It is an ugly monstrosity of a thing. And the people are calling it a, that piece of equipment was just fantastic. I'm sure it was like so expensive. It needs to be in the fitness facility. And I'm like, uh, yeah, thank you for bringing that to my attention. I'm, I'm hearing you. No. But we're still looking. We're still looking at final touches. And to be honest, I'm not sure if that table will quite fit in the facility. 
and maintain our ADA compliance. Well, you can just move this whole, you know, room around, this whole room around. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we meticulously designed this facility for certain exercises to be in certain areas. Mm-hmm. It flows. And Go stretch at home on your bed, crazy person. God freaking awful. Okay, no, we're not eliminating the table. I'm just not putting it in the fitness center. I'm putting it in the basketball court, which is 20 feet away from the fitness Shut center. Shut up. So you still like left it? Yes. That's we so got, funny. We get so many complaints about this. I kid you not. And one, one woman was like, well, that is just unacceptable. And I said, for you to walk 20 feet to the basketball court? Literally said that to her. She goes, well, yes, that is such an inconvenience. It's like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. So she, well, first of all, she had a conversation with my employee about it. My employee was like, Liz, I need your help. Like, she will not stop about this table. So I go to her and I'm starting to have the conversation in the fitness center with like other people present, other team members present. It's an uncomfortable convo. And then she like gets on a recumbent bike and she doesn't like me telling her no. So she purposely asked me questions about this recumbent bike. Granted, I've had the equipment like a week and a half. I'm not an expert at everything. Like I'm, I'm yeah. still getting to learn too. Getting trained on this stuff is like, this is how you turn it on. This is how you make a custom workout. This is how you like log in. Yeah. This is how you log into Netflix. Not, well, what does this button do? What does this button do? Where is this? Where is this? Where is this? Well, the old screen looked like like this and I'm like lady what do you want the screen to look like well I don't know I'm like okay well what about oh my this God. and she's like no I don't like that okay well what about this no I don't like that and she goes stop touching it stop touching it I'll figure it out I'm like girl okay fine so then she goes to like our admin office like complain and says I want the manager to call me about the interaction I just had so I get an email saying hey you know this member she had like a conversation in the fitness center today and she wants you to call her and I'm like it was me. Mm-hmm. She wants to complain about her conversation with me. Mm-hmm. To you. To me. That's amazing. <laughs> How did that go? So I call her the next day. And I'm like, I understand you wanted a follow-up phone call on our conversation from yesterday. And she goes, well, not from you. I said, oh, I understand you wanted the manager of the department to like, give you a call. She goes, well, what do you do? <laughs> well, I'm How fulfilling your request. Feel? And I say... I run the department, (laughs) ma'am. So any information I told you yesterday is pretty damn accurate. (laughs) You're not talking to a 17-year-old wiping down fitness equipment. Oh, that's amazing. So so then she goes, well, well, who do you, who's your boss? (laughs) My boss is Mrs. So-and-so, general manager. Well, I need her to call me. So, Bill, you, you'll like this because I, I had my boss's back in this moment. Well, you know, she is out of office today. I'm not quite sure when she will return. <laughs> Fair. And I am not sure what her schedule is like um, the coming days when she does return. So is there anything I can like help you with in this moment? No, I really want her to call me. I'm like, okay. So the next day when I see my boss... <laughs> I go, yeah, uh, Mrs. So-and-so wants you to call her. She goes, who is it? And we like look him up and she's like, yeah, I'm not calling her. <laughs> if she wants to talk to me. She can walk in here and talk to me. That's funny. Yeah. So just no one followed up with her. I, t- I called her. Again? Well, no, I see her every freaking day. Oh. Yeah. Four o'clock on the dot. Did you tell her? I'd be like, pass along the message. Uh, no, because she avoids me now and it's so satisfying. But <laughs> the stretching table is is a big topic. Um, we have like two more cardio pieces on the way to like finish up the facility. We have a lot more training to do. It's a brand, brand new. It's totally different than the old facility. So it's just reiterating the expectations to the staff. Okay. I'm trying not to let the negative outweigh the positive. Yeah. We, Change is hard. It is. And we didn't build the facility for... You know, we've been accused of only building it for men or only building it for young people or, you know, you didn't put live TVs. What am I supposed to do when I'm running on the treadmill? And I think like you're supposed to run like, I'm sorry, you can watch Ina Garden when you're sitting at home on your couch. You don't need to watch it while you're on a treadmill. Tune in on the streaming thingies. You've tried telling like an 85 year old that, but it's so funny for me to say like, well, you can log into like your Netflix, your Hulu, your YouTube TV. And they're like, I I don't know what that is. Oh, I do have a, a group of guys hooked on playing solitaire on the treadmills in the morning when they walk. Mm, Can you imagine okay. playing solitaire and like dragging a card across the screen while like walking on a treadmill? That is so weird. There is definitely more positive feedback, but the negative feedback is so loud. Weighs on me. Yep. We get that, especially daily. in hotels. It's, yeah. 
you know, you could have, I would say like 98% of your guests are happy and enjoy their experience. But that 2% is so loud, so obnoxious. Yeah, but okay. So build on that. How many rooms do you have at your hotel? 369. Okay. So just for ease of math in my brain at this time of night in budget season, let's just call it 300. <laughs> okay. I like so that better. So you got 2% of your guests are potentially pains in the ass. Yeah. That still leaves you with six jerks that you have to deal with every single day. Oh, so it's probably less than two, but yeah. You know, so it's like... What percentage did you say? I said 6% or no, 2%. No, you said 2%. 2% of 300. Would be six. See, he's in budget season. He's good. Oh, I literally did the math. Or you just go two times three equals six. I don't know where the comma is, so I'm going to have to... It's a decimal point in this situation. the research and math department. Okay, fair enough. So I'm at a little smaller hotel, so I get to deal with two jerks a day, more or less. My favorite, and this is the, both you ladies will appreciate this one. So don't even quote me on the timetable here since I was so wrong on the bus at TV. That was almost a month ago. <laughs> I thought it was like a week ago. But recently, I had this woman that was causing a bunch of problems. She was in one room, which weirdly enough was directly next to my office. Weird. Oh my God. And I Like could, you can knock on the wall and it would be her room. It, yeah, exactly. It was common wall between Weird. my office and that guest room. The entire day, I hear nothing but music bumping. And then I hear arguing loud enough that I could clearly discern through the wall what was going on. Okay? So what did I do? I recorded it (laughs) because I was going to have to go have a conversation with this woman. So I recorded like 20 seconds of hearing the yelling and the profanity and everything else coming through my office wall so that when I went and talked to her, I could have a conversation with her and be like, look, this is unacceptable. I'm hearing this through a wall. Yeah. So had a conversation with her. You got to dial it down. If you are going to continue like this, I'm going to ask you to leave. Good. They dial it down. So they stay that night. The next morning, they want a room transfer (laughs) because they wanted two queens instead of a king. So we transfer them to another room. We go in to go clean the room. There's dog hair everywhere. (gasps) It it looks like they've been there for a week and a half, not 24 hours. Wow. So I go to the next room, have a conversation with her. What's going on with the pet hair? Blah, 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 blah. There's no dog in the room. I don't have a pet, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I have a photograph of the chair in the room and it's covered in dog hair. So Mm -hmm. if you can explain to me how this photo of your room is not pet hair, then I'm okay with that. But I need you to explain it to me. Oh, gosh. She's like, oh, well, you know what? You can see that I don't like hair at all. Look at my husband. I have him shave his head. And she like starts going off. And it's profanity after profanity. It's like this attitude of you can't talk to me. You don't know me kind of a thing. So I'm like, you know, let's just bring it down. I'm trying to have a conversation with you. I'm trying to understand what's going on because this is what I'm seeing. You're telling me you don't have a pet, but I'm seeing pet hair. We found dog kibble in the room too. Oh my gosh. So I don't understand how what you're telling me fits what I've seen myself based on your behavior of the yelling, the profanity, the dog hair, etc. I don't feel you're being straight with me. No, not at all. So I kind of lay it out on the line. She's like, you know, I'm sorry. We'll we'll be good. But uh, but where's the dog? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's the dog? Right. I, I wait. I have I'm, one question. Yeah. She transferred rooms without anyone seeing a dog. Yet we never saw an animal. Never saw Weird. an animal. Period. But when uh-huh. she checked out of the second room, dog hair as well. What the? Heck? But none of us saw an animal. Were you at her room when you were having this conversation? Yeah. When she came to the door, she did one of those like barely open it and squeeze through. Exactly. So she had a pet. I know she had a pet. And it was in a bag. Yeah, go on. Yeah, anyway, so as I'm talking to her, she's swearing quite a bit. And at one point I told her, look, I said, we're having a conversation. Can we drop the profanity? I said, you know, you're in the hallway. Other people can hear. There's families here. Let's just clean it up. She looks at me and she goes, oh, you know what? I get ghetto. (laughs) I'm like... Well, I'm not sure how that really correlates with our conversation. I'm just asking you to stop dropping F-bombs every other word. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just get ghetto. That's how I am. I just get ghetto. Oh, my God. Okay, fine. So next day, she goes to checkout. We've charged her the pet fee. Because I told her we were going to charge her her pet fee. She agreed to the pet fee. She said she was going to charge her sister because somehow now they don't have a dog. But, you know, oh, it must have been my sister bringing her cat kind of a thing. And she, yeah, I don't know. I don't understand it all myself. So the next morning, 
I'm down in the back office and I hear this woman at the front desk and she's going off at my front desk supervisor. Oh no. What do you think she's disputing? The pet fee. The pet fee. He did okay. not, he or she did not take it off, did they? No, they did not. Now Good. here's the part. Bill got to him in time. <laughs> yes, I did actually. I'm standing there listening and I hear a very different story than what we talked about the day before. Oh, her sister was no longer involved? I, I know that's a shock to all of you. <laughs> that the story was not consistent. <laughs> mm-hmm. So being the guy that I am, oh I walk gosh. out there. Now, I'm not tiny by any <laughs> means. I stand right in front of the woman. I'm right next to my supervisor. She is continuing on and on and on about the conversation. I spoke to your GM yesterday. And you're like, hi. No, so I'm just standing there like Joe Schmo. Yeah. Right? Go on. Yeah, I'm just letting her talk. And she keeps going on about, I talked to your GM yesterday and he said such and such. I talked to your GM and he said this. I talked to your GM and he didn't tell me that. Blah, 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 blah. And it dawned on me at that moment, she had no idea who I was. No. <laughs> Despite having stood in the hallway with her and had legitimately a good 10 to 15 minute conversation what? with this woman, she had no clue who I was. She was trying to be a bully. She yeah. was she was definitively elevating the temperature. The profanity was coming out. She was getting really pissy with my front desk supervisor. And I finally just stepped in and I said, ma'am, do you have any idea who I am? And she just kind of looked at me and I said, because we spoke yesterday for a good 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you do realize I'm the GM. <laughs> The one that you're referencing things to my supervisor that were not said yesterday and were not covered yesterday. <laughs> and she just looked at me for a heartbeat and you could see that like, oh. Like, I got caught. Yeah, she got her hand caught in the cookie jar, right? At that point, here comes the profanity. Of course. Here comes the ghetto. Yeah. And mm. she starts getting belligerent. Now, a few episodes back, I, I made the comment that when people are in the wrong, they go through three steps, three Ye- stages. Yes. <laughs> it's the belligerent, you don't know who I am. Then it's the, oh, take pity on me. I'm in a really tough spot, blah, 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 blah. Yep. And then it's straight crazy. So when she realized that she was getting nowhere and now she got her hand caught in the cookie jar, the belligerence came out. Yeah. Mm. She starts swearing at me, blah, 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 blah. I looked her square in the eye and the same thing that she said to me the day before, I said straight to her and I said, look, I don't want to get ghetto with you. (laughs) (laughs) What? I had had enough of this woman. It was, look, not the most professional thing. No, it it wasn't. But But, I love it. I think it was a little, it it was warranted in this situation. Absolutely. Good. But the thing that was interesting is that one of the guys that was with her that had been sitting down heard me say that, looks over, and I'm like, oh, snap. This guy's going to get involved. Yeah. He did get involved. But it was not what I expected. (laughs) He stood up. He walked over and he goes, what's going on? And she looks at me. She looks at him and she starts getting all amped up again. Oh, my God. He looks at her and says, why don't you go sit down? I'll take care of it. (gasps) Now, this guy looks like full vato. I mean, he's facial tattoos, big neck tattoos. All right. All right. I'm like, oh, things are going to go south. And after she walked away, he's like, hey, man, look, I'm so sorry. I love it. it was like, she gets ghetto. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And it was absolutely not what I had expected from this gentleman. Oh, yay. So he and I talked. He's like, look, man, the pet fee, the cleaning fee, whatever. Leave it on there. It's all good. We'll take care of it. Wow. Problem wrapped up in 20 seconds. They left. The whole diatribe at the front desk from this woman, which, I mean, before I stepped out there, had been going on for at least 10 or 15 minutes. Wow. Over in 60 seconds. Man. Love that. Well, I don't I don't care what like gender roles you're like playing, like man or woman. I don't think it's okay for anyone to talk to the front desk like that. Mm-mm. No. And for matter. like a significant other or like a friend to just like sit back and watch that happen and not step in and be like, yeah. we had a freaking dog. Like It doesn't matter the situation. Like you went into this either fully knowing this hotel is not dog friendly and I'm bringing a dog or guess what? Even if they are pet friendly and you bring a dog and you make a mess, you're going to be responsible for cleaning up after that mess. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a service animal. Yep. Yeah. Your service animal pees on my carpet, I'm charging you. Yeah. Yep. And that's legal. Sure is. So, Just like if a person pees <clears throat> on the carpet, you charge them. <laughs> no, we'll charge you no matter what. Pee is pee. I don't think I told you. So, you know, we always share like the stupid 
stories from the hotel industry, right? I don't think I told you this, but a couple of weekends ago, I took my kids to a donut shop. And this guy walks in, he, he buys donuts, about okay. a dozen donuts. That's what you do. Right? That's that, <laughs> You're in the right place for that. The woman at the register tells him it's going to be like fourteen fifty or something like Sounds that. Sounds about right. He hands her a $50 bill. She kindly says to him, sir, I'm sorry, we cannot accept a 50. We only accept bills Twenty or lower. Or lower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The guy loses his shit. You're kidding. Starts yelling it's at her about. Donut I shop. come here all the time. You're telling me you won't take my money, and just belittling this girl that was working the counter. She was probably like 18, 19. Like she was. That's young yeah. in the workforce. Uh, right. Rips into her. The woman that's working with her comes over, tries to explain it to him, points to the sign taped to the front oh, of the register. Oh, love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sir, do you not have a credit card? No, I don't have a credit card. I just have cash in my phone. And I'm thinking to myself. You have a f- credit card on your phone, huh? Yeah. I, I should introduce you to Ms. B, who mm-hmm. rolls with only no pay, cash, right? Only pays Apple Pay. What's a wallet? Yeah. <laughs> So he's just being a jerk to these two women to the point that I almost stood up and paid for his damn donuts just to make him leave. Yeah, and I just want you to shut up. Here's 14 bucks. Yeah, and that was the thought that went through my head. I sat there deliberating going, God, is it worth Well, because you're ruining like a, a breakfast with your family and But at your the same kids, time, I don't want a like... jerk like that to get money. I'd probably go up to him yeah. and say, dude, go to a different donut shop then. The thought leave them I, alone. The thought that I had was I was going to just step up, put my Apple Pay to it, pay for it and just look, look at, at him and go that's $14.50 for you being a bitch yeah or okay here's another like but situation I had, but I had my littles with me yeah I yeah know. like if I had like a couple 20s like wouldn't you be like hey do you want me to just like break your 50 for you not the younger girl but the other woman that was working with her you know what she did hmm. she went into her purse yeah. and she was able to break change out of her personal money the guy got his way he got his his donuts he got his change he walks out he didn't even say thank you oh and he also threw out the whole you know oh, I'm never coming here again please don't. please don't yeah exactly reward us with that that'd be amazing who goes to a donut shop with a 50 dollar bill i know you know right? most of their transactions are probably like two three bucks exactly they don't so, have a bunch of 20s like to just hand you right mm-hmm. and when he was walking out the younger girl says sir i'm sorry that we had the issue thank you hope we see you soon yeah and the guy just ignored her and just grumpily walked out. So after they had left and we were done, we were getting ready to leave. I actually walked up to the counter and said to the woman that broke the change, I said, hey, you handled that amazing. Yeah. I said, I'm sorry he didn't say anything, but I'm going to say good job because you went further and above and beyond than I would have for him. Yeah. I mean, at, at, I'd look, but eat rocks. I would have just told him, look, if you don't want the donuts, you can leave. Or go to a bank. I would, I would personally, sign, I would rather have thrown a dozen donuts away than make that guy happy. Absolutely. Yeah. Same here. Uh, unfortunately, and I still don't understand why it is that people think that just because there's the saying about the customer is always right, that you can do anything you want to do. You can be a punk and you're in the right. You're not. Well, I think that phrase comes from like in the service industry, like we want the customer to be happy and have, you know, a good, pleasant experience with us. So we're going to mm-hmm. try and achieve that goal but you don't just get to be an a-hole so i actually have like two that literally just happened that are just along those lines but i was doing a hotel mod shift in the evening on a weekend i get those like maybe once a month Mm -hmm. so i am the entire hotel manager on duty and it's usually a friday and a saturday night i love those shifts so much um tell us tell us how much you (laughs) love the worst Um, But I do them and I get lots of fun stories out of them. And this was on a Saturday night and I had to be back Sunday morning to open. Uh, What? Open? What's opening for you? Uh, Well, I came in at nine, so. (laughs) (laughs) But technically it's like seven, but I was like, no, Opening for me is five. Ew, gross. Yeah. But so, but I was there till after midnight. So I'm in the back doing something and my front desk agent comes back and is like in tears. Oh no. And I'm like, Anna, what happened? And she's like, can you go talk to those people out there? They're just horrible. And I was just like, of, of course. Like, what happened? And she's like, they're demanding an upgrade. And keep in mind, it's like 9, 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday. Pretty much all rooms are in. You There's- have no upgrades to give out. <laughs> yeah. It's like the handful we have left, that's all we got. And she's like, they're demanding an upgrade to, you know, one of our, our high floor balcony rooms that we have exactly three of and they think there's just one sitting unoccupied oh okay and i was like well 
and they're just being mean to you like what did they say she's like well i i told them and she's like it was really nice she's like i told them that there wasn't any available that i could try to give them this instead and they're just like no 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 and they kept arguing with me and saying do you know how many times we've stayed here and we've never gotten it and the husband came up and put his finger in her face and pointed at her and was like if you know if you worked for me you'd be fired by now and then that was the point where she just turned and walked away and came to the back And so I was pissed and I went up there and I'm like, and it was the wife there and the husband, you could just see him kind of like stalking, pacing in the background. And I was like, hi there, how can I help you today? And she's like, we want an upgrade to X suite. I was like, oh, okay, well, um, it's not available. It's Saturday <laughs> night. We're a couple rooms away from being sold out. You guys booked a standard king. And as X status, uh, you are eligible to an upgrade upon availability on the day of arrival and the upgrade I have available is going to be a concierge level room, which means I've got you a room up on the top floor. We've set it aside for you. It's ready to go. Well, that's not acceptable. I want a suite. I said, well, considering you're staying with us for five nights, there was no suite day of that was available for five nights. No. And I and she kept pushing and pushing and would not let it go. And I was like, okay, if you're absolutely set on getting that suite, what I can do is I can put you in a two queen suite that I have available tonight for one night. Tomorrow, you can move to this other suite. And then on the last night, you could stay in, uh, we don't have any suites. So the last three nights, you can stay in a concierge lunch. I'm not moving rooms that many times. I said, okay, then that's going to take us back to our first option of you going into the concierge room that you got a complimentary upgrade to. Well, that's just ridiculous. And she keeps going off. And I was like, ma'am, she's like, I saw it. It was available online. I was like, maybe for one night, but now it's not. Well, that's ridiculous. It said so online. And I was like, no, it didn't. Because it's not there. It's not on it's my not screen. not available. So like there's no, exist. there's no numbers there that says, well, this is just what, and I said, look, it just went around and around and around and around. And eventually they took the keys and they stalked off. And she's like, and what's your name? And I was like, I'm Miss B. And she's like, I don't appreciate you're treating us like this. And I said, ma'am, we're treating you with nothing but respect. And I said, unlike what I could say for your interactions with my associate. She's like, what do you mean? I said, did your husband not say to my associate, if you were working for me, you'd be fired by now? And she's like, yeah. And I said, you don't think that was inappropriate to say? Well, it's just ridiculous. We've stayed here this many times, never got. I'm like, okay, well, anyways, that was not appropriate to say to one of my team members. We don't appreciate that. And let's get back to the actual problem at hand without insulting anyone. And then so she found that very upsetting. Hmm. She opened a case with the hotel brand against me. She didn't mention the associate and just went on about how she didn't get the suite that she saw was available, even though they didn't, you know, pay for it and book it. And it wasn't available. But besides that, and then says, I proceeded to lecture her and gave <laughs> terrible customer service. I was like, seriously? And I am the property responder for all these cases. So it's me that has to write back to her about you. And so I ignored the she said about me and was like, I am so sorry you weren't able to get the suite that you so desired. Next time you're in the local area and looking to stay at our property, I do recommend if there's a a room that you have your heart set on. You book it. You book it. Because if you're waiting for a complimentary upgrade, those are day of based upon availability. That exact suite you wanted, there's three of them and they're almost always booked so i just informed the guest yes and then she's like literally went on to insult me and my you're a terrible manager this this and that and i wrote a response so many good responses back to this guest i never sent them not worth it are you just done with them not worth it because like it just does nothing like i responded out of obligation for the brand Mm -hmm. i showed my response attached it to the case and i said i responded to her but they didn't require a response back. <laughs> not another one. And the thing is, like, no matter what I said, it's not because I was going to win. No. Like, lady, that is not at all what happened. What's the probability of getting that upgrade, say, if you were maybe staying for one night? It's better, but not on a Saturday night no, when we're near capacity. Like, no. you, you got to book that. Staying on a random Tuesday. See, and, and you were far too kind. Because for me, if you're requesting a comp upgrade and I don't have it, I don't have it. I'm not going to play a game where you can have this room tonight. We'll transfer you to this room tomorrow. You can have this. No, the room that I book you in, that's the the room you're going to get. Because every single time I have to transfer you, I have to clean that room like a departure. It's out of my budget and it costs me money. (laughs) Would I have done it? 
I knew she wasn't gonna. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. So you're here for five nights. I'll show you on the screen every single one I can move you to every single night. I know you're not gonna do it. I know. And, and deliberately but, make it difficult. Exactly. So then the choice is like the no, 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 no. Miss B just wanted the satisfaction of her being like, I, I, I guess I, I'll take the room you booked me in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, and then when I was like, okay, so if you want to do that one suite for tonight, then we'll change you tomorrow. This is the suite. By the way, it was an accessible suite on the fourth <laughs> floor. And it was the only one that wasn't booked because nobody wants it. Right. And she's like, no, I want something on the top floor. And I said, ma'am, this is the only unoccupied suite. Do you want me to go up and kick someone out? <laughs> I know. I they paid, would. They I, would want you to. It was just crazy crazy so then there was that lady and that was this last weekend right mm. so today i'm in my office and i'm slammed just trying to get things done and my associate comes in there she's like oh, miss b I'm like yes she's like i have this guy on the phone he's the worst and that sounds just like her <laughs> he is x tier which is the highest tier as it gets and he wants the executive suite and he checks in today and he's like demanding it. And I keep telling him it's not available and he's not listening. So he asked to speak to my manager. I said, okay, more than happy to talk to him. So I let him sit on hold a little bit. <laughs> it's my MO. Get, get to marinate. I do, do some do shadow do boxes, do. maybe a little stretching. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. Let's do this. So how I get on these calls is I pretend like I know absolutely nothing. Oh, I love doing that. Yeah, right? So I have it's gotten... my favorite. I pretend like I have zero information. I have no idea who you even are. There's just a call there. <laughs> so I answer it. I'm like, hi, thank you for calling, blah, blah, blah. This is Miss B. How can I assist you today? So I'm Mr. Ken. I'm coming today. I'm X level and I want an executive suite. It's like, oh, okay, excellent. I was like, let me log into my system real quick. How's your day going so far? <laughs> you know, just making conversation. Let me like log in like I'm not logged in already. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm already logged in. I just go like this. Just to sit you, like sit and marinate and get more pissy and make you wait a little uh -huh. bit more. And then I say, okay. And I'm like, okay, now I'm pulling up the inventory. And what was your last name again? Can you spell it? Okay. And you said you, you wanted, what, an executive suite? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I'm like, huh, I'm not seeing anything. Hold on. Let me keep looking. Hmm. Keep typing. But you're I not seeing anything you're there. You're not typing anything. Oh, the keyboard, you know, where you can just go like this and you kind of like the clicky noises because I have little nails. So I make little clicky noises, but I'm not actually clicking any <laughs> buttons. And I just keep going, hmm. You're just on the bottom of hmm, your keyboard. Essentially. And I'm, go I'm just making it seem like I'm like, oh, well, I don't see anything there. You said you saw it was available? And he's like, no, it's just that that's the room that I want. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, because I mean, I mean I've mean, i looked everywhere. I don't, I don't see that room available. <laughs> I've looked everywhere. And he's like, oh, well, the last girl said it wasn't available either. But, you know, I just, I am this level. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. I was like, but uh, complimentary upgrades are based upon same day availability. You know, like the day of check-in. If it's available, we're more than happy to. But if I don't have it, I can't. I can't make it appear. And he's like, well, that's, I. you guys need to give me a sweet XYZ, XYZ. And I'm like, okay. I was like, well, let me go ahead. I'm going to look through all my arrivals. And I'm going to see if there's anyone that's in a suite that maybe like, you know, booked it on accident or if there's some kind of error. So just bear with me while I look through all my arrivals. <laughs> so he, then I he could be on hold for 15 minutes. Oh, no, I didn't let him be on hold. I just kept him there and then kept <laughs> clicking like, hmm, not that one. Mm, not that one. And I played that game for a while. And just made him kept waiting, made him kept waiting. My associate comes back and she looks in kind of like, what the f are you doing? And I just keep doing it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Can you imagine? So where are you coming from? Can you imagine you're just seeing Miss B? <laughs> <laughs> just typing the girl that my associate just thought I was nuts. I was looking at me like, are you nuts or are you an evil genius? <laughs> and I'm just like doing it. And so after a while, I was like, Letting okay. him fester on the phone, mm -hmm. listening to you fake tap your nails. Because he already got the real answer, but he wants you, the drama. So let's wants do this. you to really search for it and look for it and make sure you're right exactly and i delivered it which it just says that on the first screen like oh not available yes mm -hmm. but you don't believe Absolutely. me you think i'm lying to you so i'll make you wait longer for the same answer do you think we can search through a computer and find something that like miraculously freaking appears doesn't exist that's why i not keep unless doing multiple that people cancel multiple reservations for the same like days consecutively that it will magically appear and i don't think that's going to happen in a seven minute phone call nope Nope. So I keep doing it that. And then like every like couple seconds, I'd be like, okay, here's my another one. Yeah, it looks like they're all booked. And I was like, but if you want to hold on, 
<laughs> I can check my two queen junior suites. I'll, I'll check all the arrivals for that. See if anybody was booked by mistake. How do you book by a mistake? I don't. I just said that because I'm like, what do you think? Is okay, like, okay. But what for, do you think I'm going to find? But for our listeners, they might like if they happen to be that grumpy Gary that one day and, you know, you ask for a manager and they're doing this on the phone. We're going to we're going to mess with you. And I think these are some taglines to be like, they really don't have it available. We really don't just give up. Well, we I, really don't. And I think this is where we throw in the footnote of just don't be this guy. Yeah. So I did that and then I did it for a whole nother room type. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a gentleman who stays with us frequently, who's a top tier member that gets that guaranteed late checkout. Mm, the best. Never leaves at the time of his checkout. It's Ugh. always like 30, 40, 60 after? minutes after uh, his late checkout. After his late checkout like a yes. super late checkout like to the point where can you sell the room the no. following night no no so occasionally he leaves so late that we can't sell the room that night because i'm not going to hold my staff for mm-hmm. god knows how long of overtime just to clean the room after he leaves karma found him <gasps> oh where did karma find him at my hotel <laughs> so he came in one day wanting to check in to his particular favorite suite and oh. we've only got two one of which is occupied by a long-term person and this other one okay yeah person checking out was the same tier he yeah. is Oh, I love that. On another late checkout. On a late checkout. So they were supposed to leave, but you have no time for them to leave and clean it and be ready for them. Correct. Because the guy that is the PETA, the pain in the ass, (laughs) is in my lobby at like 2.30 in the afternoon wanting to check in because I'm X level. And when I explained to him that coincidentally, a guest of the same level is in the room that you're requesting the complimentary upgrade to... (laughs) that has a late checkout of such and such, I'm not going to be able to turn that room. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry, it's not available today. And he lost his ish. (laughs) I stay here all the time. I am X level, blah, 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 blah. Do you kind of be real with him and be like, you do this shite to us all the time. I did. I I pulled him to the side and I said, look, I fully understand what your level is. I fully understand that you stay here frequently. I would hope that you also fully understand that we have this similar conversation on the opposite side of this coin with, with you people. every stay. <gasps> what did he say? He was pissed. <laughs> oh, I love it. He stormed off. Good. Yeah. Karma. He stayed somewhere else? Didn't stay in your hotel? No, he, apparently he ended up coming back later that night and just took a regular room. <laughs> a but it's regular like, room for us yeah. regular petty people. A room for peasants. So and look, I don't, I don't like having those conversations. I really don't. It's like, I mean, I know that we sit here, we jaw about the stupid stuff that goes on, and I'll, I'll share the stupid stuff that I'll say to people. I don't get off on it. It doesn't make me happy at all. No, in the moment, I'm stressed out. I'm angry. I'm like miserable. Talking about it later is funny, but in that yes. moment, you're like, yes. God, yes. this sucks. Like, even that lady I was talking about, that I was literally shaking. I was so upset. So I get what you're saying. There's a little part of me that feels like a little piece of me dies every time I have to deal with someone at <laughs> that swear. particular level. They're like taking away your soul little chunk by chunk. Like we were saying earlier, yeah, it's a small percentage of the guests that we deal with every day that act like that. But at the end of the year, I've dealt with, what, 300 a-holes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I don't like coming home angry every day. I know. People just need to be nicer to people. Can you imagine having the same clientele walk through your doors and be a-holes every single day you go to work? Because that is my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, hers are long-term guests. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's all of our lives. And that's, oh, man. That's why Some we... Some people like really ask, like, why do you like being like in a property like yours? And I'm like, well, I like seeing the same people every single day. Lies. But, I, but you know, on the positive <laughs> side, you do. You genuinely... Like, Some of them. Get to know these people and they get to know you. And, you know, in turn, they have genuine interest in your career and your life and your extracurriculars. And then there's just the a-holes. Yeah, but you know... But don't you, check out. You, you got to be careful about getting to know some of your guests too well. There's a line. I try to keep it on the down low where my office is located because oh, I have... Yeah. Of course, you'll get people knocking on it. I do have people knocking oh, on my door. That's the worst. Yes? I have what looks like a guest room door 
that exits into a corridor. And a couple of these long-term difficult, challenging guests have seen me exit that door. So they've put two and two together. They come up with the fact that that must be our office. So yeah, I'll get these little knocks on the door periodically. So this one guy... If you crack the door and be like, can I help you? No, No, you have headphones on. You never hear it. I have a peephole. So there are times that I just don't answer the door. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. I wouldn't be like... Oh, I'm I'm so sorry you stopped by. I've been on conference calls all day. (laughs) Anyway, so this one long-term guest, he catches me. We're talking and conversation got a little too real. And we started talking about other things and he kind of got into politics. No, no. As bad as you think it is, it gets worse. Oh, God. So he gets on this whole thing about politics. Oh, God, I'm scared. Sorry, you should be. He he (laughs) says, you know, I've got some opinions that are not all that popular. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And I said, well, considering I'm at work and we're sharing conversations about politics, if you feel that way, I would recommend you don't bring it up. (laughs) He goes, yeah, but, you know. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, he goes, yeah, but... (laughs) Seriously, he goes, I feel strongly about this one. Oh, God, no. I said, okay. I said, you know, go ahead, share your opinion. He goes, you know, Hitler had some crazy (gasps) ideas. And I looked at him and he goes, but he was kind of on base about certain things. Oh, my God. (laughs) This hits Miss beat. I thought we were going to go somewhere totally different with that. Yeah, I know. So I I was not prepared for him to be name dropping Hitler. No, 100% serious. Did the conversation continue? How was his mustache? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fine. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So at that point, I was just like, "Look, Bob, I I'm tapping out of this conversation." Oh my I gotta god! Go. So, I gotta go. Run. No, no, no. I didn't. I and I looked at him and I said, "Look, you know, like I said before, you shared your views on the leader of the Third Reich." I said, <laughs> oh "You know, god. I'm at work." That political conversation is not acceptable. That's not even political. That's like. I said, and then you went and you went a level way above (laughs) where I thought you were going. So. Thought this was going to, you know, make America great again, not. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not getting involved in this one. So you can have your opinions, but you need to take those opinions elsewhere. But I'm going to turn around and just walk away and go back to work. (laughs) Yeah. My my brain would be like, what? All day long. Be like, did that really happen? Well, like the guy that... (laughs) I don't... don't, Did I share the story about the guy that was talking to my front desk agent? And out of the blue, looks at her and goes, you're one of those left-wing libtard communists, aren't you? Yeah, you did tell us about that. (laughs) You're Uh, just like, what? Yeah. I mean, at what point... (laughs) At what point has it become acceptable in our society to just be that insulting to people and yeah. think that you're in the right? I don't get it. I don't either. I don't. Well, I, I sometimes, my staff gets stuck, you know, in those conversations quite often. I'm sure. Um, and, you know, leading into next year, it's just going to be absolutely nonstop. So sometimes they're like, what do I do? And, and they're not even like... Fake a phone call. Fake a page. Some, no. of, some of them are barely even like 18. They don't really know what they're talking about. So I just go, I'm say you got you to gotta do no. something. You gotta. They're too uncomfortable to say that. Sometimes I'm like, sometimes you just got to feed their ego and just nod and let them talk. Sometimes. Doesn't, doesn't matter if you agree or disagree with them. Just, really? oh. Mm, mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh. Sometimes. Mm. But you know what I would recommend, especially for like the youngins that don't have that work history to be able to kind of guide the convo, guide and move the conversation, come up with a bailout phrase. Just one. Oh, my God. My boss is calling me. No, not the boat's on fire. (laughs) No, not like that. But like, you know, like Liz, if you were to walk by Sally and Sally's in over her head, having her be able to say like, you know, hey, boss, there's a problem with the 1200 model treadmill or something. Uh, Just whatever. Just something random stuck and you're like a safe word like pineapple, but in your work speak. Exactly. But something to get them out of the room and I can be like, oh, what's up? And they're like, no, I just needed to escape that conversation. Well, but it's something that like you can recognize and yeah. say you can know, you like, give me a hand with that yeah. yeah or you know what let me take over for you here you go take care of that some of my staff does this when they know they're going to be interacting with a guest that is elderly and they may not have a lot of companionship in their lives mm. oh no that's a long conversation and the conversations are just so mundane and so long that I have gotten mad at them being like Ms. B where, ha- where have you been I sent you on task one two three and you've been gone for 45 minutes yeah and my team goes oh sorry tim caught me like in the hallway or 
<laughs> Tim, Tim caught me like down folding towels and I just couldn't leave. It is so bad with, I would say, four members that they will text me or radio me. Liz, I am going to X area. X person might be there. Can you radio me in three minutes? Mm. Copy that. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's saving me time figuring out what they're doing or where they are. Yeah. They're what? trying to get stuff done and there might even be like a timeline. You can't I be honestly like, oh. love it. My, my favorite though is when you have a situation that's like that, that they're not pre-prepping you to bail them out, but you see them like from a distance talking to that person just... that the one that you know is going to gobble up all their time and you can just grab the radio and be like, uh, Liz to Sally. So Sally, go ahead. Sally, I need you at the docks yeah, as I quickly as possible. A S A P. Okay, great. I'll be right there. The, <laughs> the other thing that you that. could do, like for the radio, is you could have a fake radio code. So you could be like an you know, escape code, no, 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 kind of. So ten forty one. But no, this no, no, employee no. can't pick up the radio and be like, "Oh, Liz, no, like no, 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 I no, no, have no. to initiate yeah, it." Yeah. So you know, it's like, hey, uh, Sally, we have a code twenty two at the dock. <laughs> but, but it's total BS, and they're like, well, "Oh, copy." So code twenty two is like, do you need to be rescued? <laughs> right, right. And if they reply back, you know, copy, I'll be right there. Then, then you're like, ah, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's good. I'm going to bring that up. Do it. To a couple of my leaders tomorrow. It's helpful. Just I, randomly. And- just randomly. We got a code 22 with the dogs. Do we, do we have a code 22? And someone could be like, oh, no, I'm on a towel run. Or like, oh, copy that. I'll be right there. Like, exactly. You know which situation <laughs> is which. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, my teenage, very young, impressionable staff, they hate it when they forget their sunglasses in their car. Mm. Yeah, it's a bad day. That is a bad day. Uh, yeah, I've, I've gotten the question a couple times. Hey, boss, do you have any extra sunglasses in your desk? I forgot mine. And seriously, I kid you not, numerous times I have team members be like, nah, boss, there's going to be some mommies here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, then. Right. Let, let's let's move away from hotel stories for a second. Mm. Oh, I'm excited. It's a podcast related thing. Ooh. If you were to go to tftsi.com, <gasps> you will find a website. No. A website. Oh, oh my gosh. For tales. Ding, 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 ding. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm so excited. So t- you said tftsi. Mm-hmm. Tales from the service industry. <gasps> Oh my God, it's beautiful. It's there. That's are, are, oh. our, are our pictures on the front page? <laughs> no, oh. but we've got episodes. <laughs> oh, you could check out for featured podcasts. Oh my God. Guys, this is so cool. And when you could just from this page, you could hit follow. Oh my gosh. You can. So if you click the follow, Dang. that takes you actually to our YouTube channel. So you can what follow noise. us there. But the thing that I like the most about it is that there's a right there, right there. Oh, this section, connect with us. That is right. Oh, and you can put in your name, email, phone number. You can connect with the OG3. I like this button that says, are you interested in being on the podcast? Uh Oh, my God. So, guys, you can go onto this website, tftsi.com. Super easy, super simple. And you can write to us. That's right. Far easier than our terrible email address currently. (laughs) Um, Whatever. (laughs) I love this. So that form, if you would like to submit a story, you can submit a story from there. If you want to be on the podcast, we can certainly discuss that. You don't actually have to join us in the TFTSI studio. We have a way of patching in a phone call. So if you have a story and you want to share it with us, go to TFTSI.com, scroll down. To connect with us. Enter your story, hit send. It's so easy, guys. We made it super easy for you. And it's beautiful, if I can say so. That's right. Now, additionally, we will have a new email address here (gasps) shortly. And as much as it pains me, because it's such an amazing email address of tales from the service industry at gmail.com, that is going to go away. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so as of this recording, I am one week from my one year published anniversary. Oh my gosh. So I'm probably like just in about a year of my first recording. Dang, yeah. Yeah, it's like, this is your birthday song. It's not very long. Hey. Wow. Yeah. Wait, that's so <laughs> exciting. Oh, my God. Look at that. You've been a podcaster for a, almost a full year. That's wild. Something I've always wanted to do. <laughs> 
it's been a dream and you've made my dream a reality bill it's come true because of all the little people <laughs> and all the horrible stories from the service industry <laughs> And the I great stories. It. No, it's because yep. you it's All because it. you were invited to a therapy session that you actually connected with. Yeah, hundred percent. Exactly. Recorded therapy. <laughs> recorded therapy. My weekly recorded therapy. Yeah. Exactly. My confidential therapy that goes out to the world. <laughs> it's a yes. very accurate sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. True that. It's kind yeah. of creepy scary, ain't it? Yeah, it is. And I love it. Yeah. Love every moment of this. People from all around the world have heard about Liz. Ooh, oh, do we want to do we want to check deviant. on check on our like listener ships from wherever oh, like the, they're listening from? The we far the far flung We locations? haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Yeah, let me uh All right. So, uh Here. some of our far flung listeners, we have a few from uh Germany, a couple Swiss. Love it. Lots of Dutch. Okay. Are, are, How cool. We're international. Our friends in Holland are apparently spreading the word. I love um, this. <laughs> Quite a few folks from England, Leeds, Manchester, Liverpool, London. Ooh. Okay, big cities. England's my fave. I mean, I love you guys in Holland and everywhere too, but I've never been to those. Another listener in Romania. Nice. Egypt. Rio de Janeiro. All right. Is that a new one? That is a new one. Yeah. Um, actually, there's a few in, in Brazil. Mm. Argentina and again in the Philippines. I love it. We're happy to have you guys. And then there's a few in New Zealand. I love it. Welcome to the pod fam. And then uh, quite a few within the US and again our friend in Wichita, Kansas. Oh Oh. my okay. Kansas we love you. No our friend from Wichita can you please go to our website and please just submit anything in our contact form and just say hello. I'm your friend from Kansas. Exactly. Please. That'd be amazing. Please. So let's go out on the high note. Okay. So thank you for listening. We appreciate the support. Liz, thank you so much for being our resident deviant. Thank you for having me for exactly one year. I know. Well, 51 weeks. Okay. Okay. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) I got to keep you in check. I know. I know. But anyway, thank you. You're so welcome. (laughs) I love that that you're a part of the show. And Ms. B, thank you so much for being here as well. Thank you. Happy to be here. Also, for being a part of the show that just never left. Yes. And I never will. (laughs) And on that note, we will be back in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye, guys. avenuepodcast.net